Hello, everyone. I am Carla Jakubovic, hostess of the Swiss Learning Podcast, and thanks for listening. Swiss Learning represents 16 prestigious schools in Switzerland, and they're experts at finding the right fit for each student. This season, we will showcase our heads of schools to share their stories and insights with you. This morning, we're welcoming Mark Ott, head of school at Lisan American School in Switzerland. Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you. Mark, tell us about where you were born and raised. How did you grow up? So I was born here in Switzerland in the French part. Um, uh, as a young child, my dad took a job in Saudi Arabia. So I started my education in Saudi Arabia. I went to an international American school. And at age 10, we came back to Switzerland. So I continued on uh, my high school there. I completed in French. And, uh, and after that, I completed my Swiss military service and continued on and I lived a, a year, I did a sabbatical in Japan. So um, so I, I feel growing up around the school because it's a family school, also with strong connections to the United States and also having had the privilege of living in different places, I feel like a true global citizen uh, with strong Swiss roots. It sure sounds that way. Mark, who was your childhood hero and why? So what stuck to me when I thought about it is there's only one name that came out, and that is uh, Luke Skywalker in the Star Wars series. So uh, obviously I'm of that generation when it came out in the late 70s, early 80s, watching the initial um, Star Wars movies. And I feel like he shows he's conflicted. He's there's a lot of struggle there. But at the same time, he shows tremendous strengths and clarity um, uh, and he also makes huge sacrifices and and for me that's also part of what leadership is today uh, in international schools speaking of luke skywalker and people you know who portray qualities that you identify with was there a meaningful teacher or mentor that you encountered along the way who impacted your life so I'd say a number of people impacted my life, uh, from my family, my parents, to close friends, and even uh, more recently, a, a board member who is a fellow head of school and has been in the international school circuit uh, his entire life. I'd say one person I may identify very closely with um, is my uh, late grandmother, who passed away uh, six years ago at the age of 101, who wow. uh, was a person that was very caring also very entrepreneurial uh, in her, especially a woman of that generation. And she was also somewhat of a quiet, but also very strong and effective leader. So if, if there's maybe one person I can narrow down to her, to that is, is the founder along with my grandfather uh, is essentially my grandmother. Well, and in speaking of that also, um, Lizanne is now in the third generation uh, of the Ott family. How did you end up in education? Did you know early on that you were going to follow in the footsteps of the family or how did that come about? So there's there's no doubt about it that, um, you know, there was always that opportunity. But, you know, in the end of the day, I, I think I wanted to also just keep my options open until I was, uh, I'd say, in my mid-20s when I made the decision. And so, so my background is, you know, again, high school diploma in French bachelor's and master's degree in business economics and law combined with a teaching license, which I did at the University in St. Gallen. 
And then after four years, I, I continued on for with a second master's degree and a doctorate and a doctorate in educational leadership at Columbia University. So, so obviously my educational path also uh, sort of gradually led me back. Um, and uh, so coming from an international background, uh, myself, family business, uh, I, I felt on, I felt certainly when I made that decision in my mid twenties that this would be a, a, a great fit for, for what I wanted to do over the long, over my professional career. And how would you describe your leadership style? So I would say it's collaborative, uh, adaptive, um, uh, being consistent along the lines of a clear strategic direction and vision, um, and uh, um, and also enjoying certain challenges. Uh, and I, I think also what's important, what I would see is, is this ability to, to zoom in, zoom out, um, you know, when we make change, when we make decisions that are more of an operational nature, it's always has to take in consideration what's how is that going to impact the big picture, and that that I think ability to zoom in, zoom out is is very important in leadership. Do you think it has benefited you that you yourself went to American international schools? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so I obviously uh, I sort of understand that, and in, in the end of the day, as as someone who would be considered a third culture kid, as it's referred to, I, I can connect very well with our, our students who who grow up in multiple uh, uh, cultural linguistic environments and 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 have the ability to adapt in, in different environments. So I do I do very much uh, I can very very much feel close to that type of uh, setting. Mark, what's something most of us don't know about LAS? So, so it's a great question because I think most people would, would sort of look at LES and saying this is a beautiful location, a school, boarding school in this pristine environment up in the Alps with skiing, um, also with obviously slightly more of an international North American feel. But I, I think I think I want to bring it back to who we are, and that's around our mission statement. And our mission statement really has uh, three elements to that, and it's developing first innovative, second compassionate and third, responsible citizens of the world. And I think those are really what we identify very strongly with, and it's also what drives any changes that we do here at the school. What three words would you use to describe your school? So I'll, I'll use rather three expressions. So the first one I would say is whole child education. We're, we're not just uh, academics. Yes, academics is certainly very important, but I think it's more how do we educate the whole child? Second is entrepreneurship. Uh, I think that sort of comes very much from the history of the school as being uh, very much American oriented. Um, and we see that with our alumni who are largely all entrepreneurs in their own right. And the third is global family. Global family, I would say has two sides to that is one, we have an advisory system, which we call faculty, family, but we also view our alumni as part of the LAS global family. So really, global family, entrepreneurship, and whole child education. You mentioned alumni. Could you tell us about a memorable student? Yeah, so that um, it's about 10 years ago, a Ukrainian student uh, uh, developed a, uh, a business model as part of her IB uh, CAS project in running a recycling center in a small Ukrainian uh, city. And uh, her older brother took that 
and actually made it into reality. Wow. So he opened this recycling business in, in this smaller city in, in Ukraine while she was in college. And uh, we've been sort of in touch with her as, as an alumni, and she's back in Ukraine now. Uh, she's helping the wounded in the conflict. And she said very openly that, you know, she still is close friends with some of her uh, Russian, uh, uh, the Russian alumni of her class. So, so in many respects, I think she, she, she exemplifies someone who is, you know, innovative, she's compassionate, she's responsible, um, and, and has that global citizenship uh, as an alumni and, and certainly someone that we, we like to sort of look up to and, and refer to uh, as a model. That's fantastic. Uh, Mark, Liz has been around for 62 years now. How do you innovate without compromising tradition? So um, LAS was founded as a school for American families living overseas. I mean, we're talking American expats. That's the, the way, the why the, the name Laison American School came from. So from the early years on, uh, we always attracted a very dynamic, entrepreneurial and international minded families. So as a school, we've always been innovative and, and never really felt bogged down by uh, traditions. Uh, I'd say the big change today is that, you know, that we, yeah, we continue to, to uh, focus on entrepreneurial thinking and caring uh, with the students, but we're now talking 50 plus nationalities. Mark, just out of curiosity, was your American school in Saudi Arabia as diverse as LAS? I ask this question because I've been to many American schools in many different countries, and none of them seem as diverse as the ones in Switzerland to me. So the the short answer is yes, because it was a day school uh, in Saudi Arabia. Um, uh, and and uh, I, I think your your point is an excellent one. I, I think boarding schools, uh, I would I would argue that the Swiss boarding schools are really, truly international schools, and that's hard to find outside of Switzerland. Absolutely. Mark, the school has a difficult task, which is to prepare students for a world that will be much different from what we know today. What does that process look like? So education is is continuing to shift towards teaching uh, critical thinking, interpersonal skills, team collaboration, you know, and that alongside traditional subjects. Students must learn how to research, think critically, work in groups, and manage also difficult situations. Um, I think there's a, there's also a stronger emphasis placed on social and emotional growth that we in, in education need to also address to equip them for what they need when they enter the, the professional lives, their professional lives. I like that you mentioned critical thinking because no matter what the professions of the future generations turn out to be, that's a skill they'll need, right? Yeah, and it's, it's, it's trying to, as educators, we have to already think of skill sets more than content knowledge because a lot of the jobs that our, our, our students down the road will be doing don't even exist. So that's why we're not training for specific professions or or. And that is very much what we're doing. And that also connects very strongly to uh, what we're doing, especially in accreditation, which is around the New England Association of Schools and Colleges uh, accreditation protocols. Right. Mark, what's the best problem to be solving in 2023? 
So things have changed quite a bit in just the last six months. If we're talking artificial intelligence, uh, and especially with, uh, you know, chat GPT, uh, and uh, it's not just changing education, it's changing everything, the, the workplace, and we don't quite know yet where it's going, but we want to embrace uh, AI as we're moving ahead. So for us as in education, what does that mean is how do we use AI to enhance learning, address plagiarism, how is it going to impact curricula like IB and also advanced placement, which we offer? Um, how can we ensure that AI is used appropriately to benefit students and start addressing these questions uh, now so that we can maximize their long-term potential? Absolutely. Children are quote-unquote molded during their time in school and they certainly leave transformed. In which aspects do you feel LAS contributes the most? So at LAS, we inspire um, our students to reach their full potential. Our alumni consistently credit us for fostering entrepreneurial thinking, caring for others, and giving back to their communities and to causes that they believe in. I would also add promoting environmental responsibility and obviously the ability to connect with people from diverse backgrounds. I would say our education and the beautiful surroundings that we provide are instrumental in shaping these qualities in our students, enabling them to become the best version of themselves. Fantastic. We touched a little bit on AI and, you know, what the what the future is going to look like in schools. In your perspective, what does the future of education look like? Do you envision traditional classrooms to exist in the future? So in the future, um, there's no doubt that there's going to be a greater emphasis on interdisciplinary learning and collaboration with students working together in groups. Um, while the traditional classroom model will certainly evolve in primary and secondary education, I still strongly believe that face-to-face -face education is going to continue. To enhance learning, we will continue to leverage digital tools, you know, such as different instruments through AI to complement traditional teaching methods. Mark, what does success mean in your role? When a community is a learning community, faculty and students are learners. So by contributing and strengthening culture of learning, then I feel I'm successful in my role as head of school. Mark, before we let you go, any final message or advice for parents and students who are considering joining LAS? So as a school in partnership with parents, let's help you students become the best of yourself. Let's help you students strive to become innovative, compassionate, and responsible citizens in the world as it's in our mission statement. Welcome to the LAS family. Wonderful, Mark. I really enjoyed having you on our podcast this morning. Thank you, Carla. If any of our listeners or families wish to continue this conversation, can they find you on LinkedIn? Yes, they can, yeah. And if anyone has any other questions about anything else they heard on the podcast today, feel free to contact me at carla at swisslearning.com. Thanks for listening and until next time.